0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here. Episode 152 of the Life of a Fighter podcast. And before we jump into today's episode of machines versus free weight resistance training, I got a couple of quick announcements and uh, shout outs for us. So first, in case you haven't checked out the Life of a Fighter clothing shop, check it out. We got some new designs up there. We got over a dozen designs now um, either live and up right now or about to be live by the time you hear it at lofclothing.com. And I actually just released a new special right now. If you go to lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop, I got three sessions up for $99. That's with myself or the rest of the Life of a Fighter team and coaches Either in person or digitally, whether that be through Skype, Google Chat, Hangout, over the phone, however you want to do it. It's three sessions for $99. dollars i got the link below as well if you want to take advantage of that. And if you're a fan and you enjoy the podcast, a lot of people ask how they can support. We have two options now. You can pledge with our Stash app. You can click the link and contribute if you'd like, or we can use our Patreon We're constantly updating and I'm I'm working on getting this, uh, more options and features, but you can either uh, subscribe for our Fitness Nutrition Vault membership, which is $5 a month, or if you want to contribute whatever uh, custom amount, that's there as well. And as always, subscribe to our newsletter. We're constantly putting out specials like that 3 for 99 and different um, special announcements that are going on and things behind the scenes that I'll kind of keep you in the loop for especially because if you're subscribing, obviously we're assuming you want to hear those things. All right, with further ado or without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So one thing you guys might notice in the upcoming months is more topics like this, uh, specifically because I'm actually going to be testing for another certification, my CSCS with the NSCA, which... um, I think is the only organization or accrediting body that I don't have a certification with when it comes to strength training or personal training or things along those lines, at least in in that world. So I'm really excited because the NSCA is kind of like the golden standard um, for athletic coaching and performance training. And you know, with everything that was going on, um, at once I graduated finally from Stony Brook in 2016 with my bachelor's, I was like, okay, this is the um, certification I want to get because you need to have your bachelor's degree or at least be a senior um to qualify to sit for the exam. And with Thailand and getting having the marriage and everything coming up, I kinda just pushed it off. I was like, okay, once we get back from Thailand, I'll get settled in, we'll do that. So now I finally got settled in. I had Lena. It's time to take the exam and I'm really excited about it. so a bunch of new content's available and coming out. Um and with that being said, weight training with uh the machines versus free weights. And specifically, there's some um, benefits or advantages to each, but specifically, we're going to look at those um, that are really relevant to performance and safety. So first and foremost, when we're looking at our machine training or our weight stack machines, as they like to call it in the textbook, is first we're looking at safety. The likelihood of injury is going to be reduced because not only it's a, a guided system or it's relatively guided as far as what you're going to be doing, there's some um, reinforcement or distribution of risk and torque that would really go on the joints that's being distributed throughout the machine that you don't necessarily get with free weights. So that's a big positive. So specifically when I look at it and and what it sounds like from the book and even from other um, education sources and certifications that I've received is The free weights are really for, again, compoundless, performance-based, relative, and more experience. When we're looking at our weight stack machines or just machines in general – That's going to be for someone that's either new to exercising, um, potentially youth or elderly are kind of ideal for that because elderly potentially more frail, less stabilization strength and things that go along with that. And the youth, again, have no real um, base in this movement or in this world and they they don't really have movement patterns 100% down. So when you're using free weights and kind of going through space without any kind of guidance or reference or Kind of support the risk of injury drastically increases. So, when we're talking about safety, the, the machines provide a little bit more on that side of it. Also, from design flexibility, machines can be designed to provide resistance to body movements that are difficult to resist with free weights. For example, we look at lat pulldowns, hip adductors and abductors, leg curls. I can specifically target those muscles. The downside and the converse side to that is it's flexible as far as the muscle engagements for those individual or smaller muscle groups. The downside, it's a lot harder to simulate um, real life activities and real life application of it. And then the third, when we're looking at the benefits for machines is the ease of use. It's significantly easier, easier and then also just applicable to sit in the machine usually there's a visual reference there that even highlights or has a different color for the muscles that you're working in the start and end pattern description there again it's not perfect but it's quite a bit of information and it kind of even just by having it as a machine the path is kind of shown for you at least somewhat guided so it makes it again much easier to use and again for that audience of elderly or youth it's perfect but even someone that's you know an athlete still but maybe um transitioning from middle school to high school or a high school you know, um, athlete that's transitioning to college and they've just kind of been able to get away with not really resistance training and just sports-specific training and just been a freak athlete or someone that maybe is more injury-prone, these are the people that you, you might want to start with the machines and kind of develop from there. Now when we look at our free weights, everyone's talking about, at least when I say everyone, the big um, thought process behind this is free weights are king. And I even agree with that. But I think there is a, a time and a place for the machines as well. And, and just like we discussed, but also even with athletes, Using a leg curl, especially for a specific eccentric tempo, there's a huge benefit there. Or using the lat pull-down machine, or using um, cables, or using some bands, or using um, really any 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 of the machines. If you think about the proper, even with a pec deck or a reverse pec deck, there's a time and a place for it that you can integrate almost into any athlete's... Um, programming it just depends on where they are of the in camp or in season out of season is it post injury are they uh, coming off of something or are they just trying to stay there, there's a time and a place where it. it's just figuring out what they need in that time but there's a again i, I think of it more as an auxiliary or an accessory based movement main as opposed to the main um real meat and potatoes of the programming when i think of free weights that's what i think of the real meat and potatoes. The, the the beginning exercise list the compound exercises so let's talk about the benefits of that so right off of that whole body training free weight exercises are often performed in the standing position with the weight supported by the entire body And when we're looking at that, specifically, it's going to be taxing a larger portion of the body's muscular system because of more engagement throughout this position, especially when we're standing. There's more um, joints involved. There's more, again, that's what compound lifting is going to be, multi-joint, multi-muscular engagement. And then as well, on top of that, which is a huge benefit in and of itself, not only for strength development, but for power development too, where we have the um, speed factor getting involved and also simulation of real life life activities. As mentioned prior in the converse to the machine training, that's where free weight training becomes extremely beneficial is because, again, it's simulating a closer activity to real life and sport application, whether that means um, with a swing and hinge movement, whether that's just an explosive push press or um, any kind of Olympic lift, the the speed factor of it, the um, force factor of it, the power engagement and the control of the weight becomes huge. And that's why I think that, again, as you develop into your weight training career, that's where these become more and more applicable and integratable and, and, and all the benefits can carry over more with less injury risk. And there was actually an interesting um, reference in the book specifically citing that it was less than 1% of injuries during a football season per 100 players was related to a weight training injury. Most of them, 99%, are going to be related to the sport-specific movements. So that shows, especially when you're at the highest levels and you have the right kind of coaching, that the injury risk is significantly less than what usually the sport is. And this is where, like, they don't list this specifically in the book, but this is something where my mind immediately goes is, especially for martial arts um, competitors, The idea of like how much time should we spend doing this skill, that skill, this skill, that skill, and also strength training and finding the balance in between. And most of the time people wanna spend a lot of time with the skill training because that's what gets you to the dance kind of is you need to be able to perform. However, when we talk about a combat sport or even a football, a high impact sport, rugby, things along those lines, The more you end up doing the sport-specific things, the higher increased chance of risk of injury is. So again, talking about with weight training, less than a 1% chance per 100 players of a football team per season when they were properly um, using weight training and then also looking at the sport-specific aspect of practice. Now, if we translate that over, again, it's not perfect translate because it's a different sport, but even looking at combat sports, the injury risk is definitely going to be more, especially in the sparring world, but... And just contact in general, the more you do the sport specific, the more likely the injury risk. So sometimes just supplementing with the weight training, not even as much for that's going to get you better at the skill exactly. It's just another workout session from a cardiovascular standpoint, from a strength standpoint, from an anaerobic standpoint, from a neurological standpoint that can stimulate all of these systems while simultaneously keeping your injury risk lower than if you were doing sparring or doing even hard drilling or hard bag work or hard any kind of high impact movements, the injury risk is greater, no matter how much of a quote unquote controlled environment it's gonna be, it's just seen across the board in these studies that it's gonna be a higher risk of injury. So that's one of the biggest things I kind of wanted to leave it on is that when you're considering using either machines and uh, free weights, consider a from an injury standpoint consider from an experience standpoint obviously if you have any questions or even don't feel 100% comfortable you should definitely get a coach or go to a facility that can help you with with class structure or really a sports specific individual and coach that comes from recommended athletes that you trust or obviously here at life of a fighter we can help you find the right people if it's either us or a team within our network um We'll get you with the right people. So I appreciate you guys. And again, we're going to have more topics similar in the coming weeks along with our guests as well. I actually I – I'm talking about some guests that have been coming on the podcast. I haven't specifically gave a lot of details because we officially got our um, deal done and their website's up. And it's live technically, but I don't want to talk about it too much until I have them come on. Um, but it's a new partnership with Life of a Fighter in Asheville. It's really exciting stuff. And I uh, appreciate the support as always, guys. Catch you next week. Peace. So, I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like. Uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization. And we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.